Hello, welcome to the Metapod, a Pokemon TCG podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. I have evolved into a wonderful show host because I think that's like the fourth week in a row that I haven't screwed up that first line, Sean. How are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Jake. Um, and I don't know. I guess maybe that's the first. I, I didn't hear a lot of, uh, or, the, you know, crazy, crazy sounds this time, so... Congratulations. I think this is the fourth week in a row that I've been perfect. Run it back. Listen to our I, old episodes. To everyone, go listen to our old know. episodes twice. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I'm doing we well. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today. We have a lot, a lot, a lot. We, I was actually going to give more information to Sean that we could talk about. And then Sean gave me the, I think we've got enough to talk about. I was like, okay. I, I think we do, though. I think there's like a few things that are smaller. And there's a couple yeah. of things that are that are bigger topics so we have a good variety not necessarily about the meta because personally i i don't really think the meta has changed too much neither shot and i really don't think the meta has changed you know picaram still pretty good adpz still pretty good colossal kind of sneaks in there eternatus is back in the mix of things blounds is hits the nuts you know like nothing nothing is super changed nothing to see here move along that pop up yeah a couple of rogue decks pop up every so often. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, de, blah, de, blah. But what has come up that's absolutely wonderful is our five-star ratings. Sean, we have another five-star rating to read today. We have 16 five-star ratings. We are perfect out of five. Absolutely wonderful. Thank knock you on so wood. much to everyone who's done. Yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who has done ratings. But... If you feel like, you know, we deserve a four or something or a three or a two or a one, you know, honestly, in my opinion, let us know. Go ahead. If you got that two-star review, go give us that two-star review. Leave a review on what we could do better. It helps out the show personally, in my opinion. It helps us to know what we can improve on. But we enjoy our five-star reviews because they've been so wonderful and all the, all the kind words that people have said that we've read the last couple weeks. This is true. Um, so, are you? Are, do you want? Do you want to read this five star review, or do you want me to? Actually, you read it. I feel like <laughs> I keep reading it. I want you to no, read it. I mean, okay, I'll read this one. Uh, I will preface this one by saying I will read this verbatim. This is not what we, the Metapod, are saying. This is what Duke of Hobbies, our our friends at the Pokemon, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast, are saying. So. Uh, if you stan uh, the podcast that they shun here, direct your ire towards them. But yeah. <laughs> uh, the podcast reads, the, the, pod, the review reads, uh, triple P ranking, we here at the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. Lots of plosives there. Give Metapod an S-tier ranking of a podcast. Well, you know, obviously, clear, clearly. While FloatyCast is a theme deck with no supporter... Oh, that Does the theme deck have battle compressor, dark patch, and uh, God, what's another bust? It's a go let computer theme, search. It, it's a go lurk theme deck. That's the difference, right? Yeah, go lurk theme deck doesn't doesn't need a supporter. You don't need it. You don't need a supporter. <laughs> Marches to the beat of his own drum. That's what Floaty Cast is all about. That's what we at the Metapod think. But uh, 
but uh, we, we, we do thank you. the very kind review. <laughs> yeah, we, the S tier ranking is always nice. Thank you for that. <laughs> I will say, though, Flo teased a uh, new special guest coming on their podcast at the Flow TCast podcast. And I know who it is, personal friend of mine. And uh, I have no doubt in my I don't I haven't heard the the interview early, but, you know, it, it's going to be a big one. It's going to be a good one. So I highly encourage you to listen. Love the members over at Flow TCast. Sean. Jake, let's wrap up the five star review talk. We've got some big things, as I mentioned, to talk about. First up out of all of them is the team challenge update. Sean, how you had your first team challenge event the other day, right? Yep. I had my first team challenge event and it will be my last team challenge event until the actual <laughs> uh, next section kicks off because I, I won. I won. I mean, it was a small it was Where? a modest affair. Yeah, I, I did win, so yeah, huzzah. I will call my um, team challenge. It was a modest affair. There was five participants. <laughs> so Hey, uh, you know what? First out of five is still first. That's right. You still got to win. You got to go in there, and you still got to win. Um, and I felt I, my very first game, though, I did feel very bad for my opponent because they opened a lone snom. I was playing Santa Scorch. They opened lone mm. snom with nothing else, and all I needed was Heatran and one energy. <laughs> that's it so really what you're saying is oh. you scammed them because yeah I, uh, that's a horrible matchup for you that is uh, yeah i was like i saw that song and i was like oh i hope i hope they don't get whatever they else else they need down and i was like i felt bad going with a single energy heatran gx but at the same time i'm like that's the only way i'm getting out of this water matchup alive probably so i'll take it you take it um, it is confirmed here on the podcast. Sean ends people's careers <laughs> on the podcast, but you know what? It—that's the trading card game. That's how Sometimes your deck just doesn't have it. Definitely happened to me at my team challenge when I got Marnied into literally nothing. <laughs> oh no, you got the Marnie treatment. Oh no. Yeah, I got the Marnie. Unfortunately, I mean, thankfully, like it was in a game that actually didn't matter because the top four ID'd to guarantee top four so like i was just kind of playing the last round to play at that point but you still want to win as many games as possible you know yeah wait you had enough people to have a whole top four that could id dang we had 16 people okay well that's a lot that's a lot of people yeah one of them didn't show up and then the other there's another person that had to leave early um so now we'll have an odd number theoretically but I won't be able to compete in the next team challenge that my store is holding. We've got basketball games that day. Uh, so, okay. Sadly, basketball takes precedent. Well, that means you're Story just going to have to bring life. it even harder on the third one. Yeah, I'm going to have to ball out on the third. <laughs> Although, honestly, because like the farther we get into January, the more and more sports start up. Mm. So I, I honestly don't know like if I'll be able to do the other ones i haven't looked that far ahead in the schedule but well i mean um, look I, not it's that it's gonna get harder and harder not that i want your uh job to be less interesting but who knows man that there could be an uptick in cases that could see them postponing some games in the the collegiate <laughs> sport world but you would know better I than would i would like that i would like them to cancel so i would like them to cancel sports without the need of an uptick obviously like well, I, yes. I don't want it to get worse but i i do want it to not 
happen as much. You believe that the cancellation would just be a good idea for the time being, regardless of any change. I think it's just a good idea until we can get vaccines out everywhere. The plan was approved, though, I heard. The plan was approved. Okay. I don't know if it has other hoops to jump through, but, you know, we're not a health podcast. I'm not a doctor. (laughs) I'm not a doctor. We've done the team challenge update. There was some big, big news. You've probably heard about it already, but it is the new set, the March. Well, isn't yeah, it March. supposed to be like the February set? Well, it normally would be, but March. it's March this year. Yeah. Anyways, the next main set that we were getting in the Pokemon trading card game was announced. It is called the Sword and Shield Battle Styles decks releasing releasing on March 19th. There's basically, Sean, two types of cards that are coming in. And for those longtime players of the Pokemon trading card game that are listening to the podcast, think of this as the Team Magma and Team Aqua era, where things are just basically named like Rapid Strike Urshifu V. You know, like Team Magma's Team Magma Team Magma wouldn't have Corpfish. Team Magma's Pucciana, mm-hmm. you know, where it's not like a V or a GX or like a EX, like new type of ultra rare. In it's more of a um it's like Ultra Beast. That, yeah, it's it's also like Ultra Beast, you know, something that is probably going to see some support of like being able to search out and things like that. And you know, have sort of special effects per se, but um, mm-hmm. there's some good ones. I'm reading Pokey Beach's website right now. Again, there's two styles of that are coming in this set: rapid strike cards and single strike cards. What we've seen, we've seen several of the cards already, including the rapid strike Urshifu V, as I had mentioned before, and then also. I have to hit back because it zoomed in really way too far. <laughs> and then for single strike, there was a Houndoom that was announced as well. And we've seen oh, there's a whole bunch of other Pokemon for both of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've I was about to actually just name some of them right oh, okay. now. There's yes. an Embor with the Fighting Fury Sans ability, boost damage to all single strike Pokemon. There's an Octillery with Rapid Strike Search. That is the ability. Allows you to search your deck for a rapid strike card of any kind. But it's uh, something that Poke Beach says, you know, might go on for a few sets, not just this single one. 20 plus cards have been revealed via the YouTube trailer and an update on the Japanese website. We've seen booster packs, ETV, ETBs through press releases, um, a lot of other product images. There's theme decks, though, that are being discontinued. There's a couple points that I want to talk about with this set that we have found out through like the press releases and the um, the promo video that came out. The promo video, I believe, actually has been taken down. I, Fun fact. I yeah, saw that, heard that. I saw that somebody tweeted Pokemon Cast. It's super effective. The Pokemon apparently privated the Battle Styles trailer on YouTube. So I I have no idea why they would do that. I mean, they've released all this information about it, including press releases. So that's very interesting. But that's not one of the points I want to bring up. Let's just talk about theme decks first, since, you know, I just said that theme decks seem to be discontinued. 
That's very interesting. You know, they've had these theme decks for a long, long time. And now we talked about this a couple weeks ago. They're bringing out the battle decks. Yep. That are coming out. Sean, do you think that this is the new theme deck? Yes, 100%. I think that the fact that they release it with a rating system of like that one to three Pokeballs for like level of player difficulty or whatever you want to call it. Um, I think they'll sell better than theme decks. My gut tells me that, you know, uh, aside from a Charizard theme deck, right? Yeah. That the theme decks basically don't sell. You could go to your local game store. Like every Pokemon product in the world could be sold out except theme decks. Because unless mm-hmm. it's got Charizard, it's just sitting there. They, they sit there, they're inventory that doesn't sell. And at least if you make them into a V battle deck, um, and you make those V's things that maybe evolve later or so, something that has some viability, then I think you can get players to buy them a lot more. Um, they're never going to be, you know, as popular as an ETB, say, but they will be much more popular than a theme deck. So I think this is a good move by Pokemon. I mean, you're guaranteed an ultra rare. And that's exactly. like what people like, right? People like getting ultra rares in general. So it kind of makes sense. You know, these ultra rares, you know, you look at most Pokemon Vs, they're like under $3, most of them, right? So this is this is a easy way to just like give out some, some more bigger cards, you know, for your deck since we are in a two, three prize uh, format. So yeah. It's pretty interesting. I'm curious on how this goes into PTCGO. Uh, so, like, oh, you mean I, like I'm not sure, the like, v... if these are going to be considered like actual theme decks, you know, because there is the theme deck ladder. Mm. That's a good question. I, I, I don't know actually. I would assume that they would discontinue what we have thought of as theme decks and then just bring the V battle decks into the theme deck ladder. But, who but knows? then it's like it's like if they OK, so here's the couple scenarios that I see. The first scenario is that they just slap these in there and nothing else. Nothing else happens. Mm-hmm. Right. So these theme decks are incredibly busted compared to the other ones, I would say, unless you have like a type weakness. Yeah. Advantage. That's that's I, I don't see that's like the best. I mean, but when have they really like cared for PTCGO more on that later? at seven yeah they, um, they could also just like replace theme deck like relabel it to be you know maybe they make subsections like you know pre-constructed maybe that's a whole section and then you know you have these v battles as one and theme decks is another but if they're really discontinuing it i could just see those theme deck that theme deck ladder being repurposed to be honest but that's also like kind of a big deal because then you only limit your community to use two different decks and like and then you get to the levels, right? Like, yeah, is a level one theme deck going to be on the same ladder as a level two theme deck? Are you going to be allowed to play the level three theme deck on the same ladder as level one? Because I don't know. Level three seems to me like it's probably better than level one. I would say we're not going to get these until October, I think. Are we not? Uh, I thought the, uh, the Venusaur okay, and the Blastoise to... come out. Oh, I'm sorry. February 5th. February 5th. Wow. By golly, I was way off. What was I thinking about October? Um, This is why it's good to have the information in front of you. I was way off there. Yeah, I I mean, I was was way, way, way off. I saw the date on Pokey Beach's website. So that's that's 
I got the official information, but it'll just be weird how they like move from theme decks to the battle V decks, at least on PTCGO, in my opinion. I'm curious to see how they're going to do that. Yeah. I mean, I, my guess is just that's at the back of their mind. Oh, uh, I'm sure it's at the back of their this mind. This is still a cardboard company at the end of the day. And I think they're just like, eh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, we'll. <laughs> figure it out by the, by the time it becomes a real problem hopefully they're just like we'll get back to organized play in stores and and nobody even bothers with ptcgo anymore mm -hmm. so another thing that i want to talk about that is actually really interesting is there is one card you may have heard about this empoleon v now empoleon v it's a rapid strike card you're like oh cool empoleon's got a card and it's got an ultra rare that's really really cool but what's even cooler about it is it has this ability called emperor's eyes as long as this pokemon is in the active spot your opponent's basic pokemon in play have no abilities except for pokemon with a rule box sean this is the first time, to my knowledge, that we have ever heard in the Pokemon trading card game as something called a rule box. Yep. And in parentheses, after it says rule box, it says Pokemon V, comma, Pokemon GX, comma, etc. have rule boxes. So from there on, we literally know what a rule box is. <laughs> yeah we don't need any more clarification from the pokemon company no press releases no nothing we know that now gx's ex's v's v is there a v max that has an ability oh uh, yeah eternatus eternatus and orbital yes so all of those ultra rare pokemon like that that have those special like two or three prize effects automatically have what is called a rule box if they have like abilities so this is really interesting that this new rule has come up and i think this is going to be to help something like expanded i agree i think that well i think the phrasing here the the identification of multi-prize pokemon as having a rule box because I think the reason it was always hard for them to just print on the card any Pokemon worth more than one prize is because they were also printing cards like Island Challenge Amulet and Heroes Metal or whatever it is that ADP. decreases your... Don't forget about that card. Don't you ever goddamn forget about that card. Wait, which one? ADP! Oh, I mean... Uh, but I mean, Pokemon that ha that are worth more than one prize. You had cards that reduce the number of prizes something yeah, yeah, is worth. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just trying oh, to be okay. funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like I think it's nice that they've they've codified that basically in a way that cannot be affected by any end game mechanic, right? There's never going to print a card that says this Pokemon no longer has a rule box. That's that's not, they're never going to do that. So um, you know, it's a very meta thing to put on a card, but I, I like it. I like the codification of it because it takes it outside of a game mechanic. I think it's really, really cool. And I mean, I'm looking at at least the Octillery. Octillery has usually been like a pretty decent card. You know, we saw the, I can't remember what the ability is. It's an expanded, but it allows you to have, what is it, five cards in your hand? I'm not sure. I I'm think it's I'm still an expanded five. noob. Okay. Anyways, there's an Octillery and expanded that lets you draw cards with its ability. It's really good. A lot of people use it. But, and now they have this one as well that allows you to just go ahead and grab like a rapid strike one um 
I'm pretty okay with these like stage one Pokemon that they've revealed that have these abilities. You have the Houndoom as well, which is a dark Pokemon. What is a good dark deck that is going to be around probably post rotation? Yeah, I mean, you have Eternatus, right? That's a good dark deck, but you can only search for a single strike energy with this. And so that means you need to have a good dark single strike Pokemon, which let's be frank, Tyranitar V, that ain't it, dog. No, I mean, that's the, yeah, but who knows? Maybe there's <laughs> right. another, maybe there's another one. You're, you're absolutely right. There may very well be. Um, and then in future sets. Yeah. And I, to their point, they, they did mention that I believe that this single strike and rapid strike me, like function, mechanic, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it probably will continue for at least another set. So I would, I would expect this mechanic to be built on in the uh, June set that they have. Now, I don't know if it will continue after that. This feels to me like, you know, a fun little mechanic that they're introducing for the next couple of sets before we get into Crown Tundra themed stuff. And that, that you know, if it is a mechanic, that's when V unions will come into play. So um, I'm trying to real quickly look to see approximately how far like Magma and Aqua went. There was the Team Magma and Aqua set that came out in March of 2004. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see if Hidden Legends had that too. Some of these had older cards. sets, it's very hard to see off the top of my head. Um, it doesn't look like it. Yeah, I would, for me, this is one where I, I look at this and I think to myself, this is maybe a two-set mechanic um, and that actually is better for from a design standpoint. I actually mm-hmm. think about this, and you can make absolutely busted cards that apply only to Pokemon with this thing in their name, right? Um, and it you can you can kind of contain it. But the larger the card pool gets, the more difficult it actually becomes to maintain that those crazy effects. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it has to be a somewhat limited card pool. Um, so to me, that says two sets max um but- i mean theoretically in 2021 we're supposed to get a new pokemon game right i think it's every two years a new thing comes out so like whether that's like i don't think it'll be gen 9 i think it'll be a remake of some sort whether that's mm-hmm. like let's go johto or diamond and pearl remakes um whether it's one of those, I feel like this will probably go until that point, right? I assume that we'll probably hear about the new game release when it comes to... God, I can't even... I can't even... Probably like August, I would say. So like Worlds, you know, we we heard about Pokemon Vs at Worlds, mm-hmm. right? That's when we learned about V. I mean, I just wonder or though, wait. like, if they do a, well, if they do a, time, yeah. if they do a remake, I don't know if Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu had any impact on the TCG. You know what I mean? Like, it just, I, I doubt it. Kind of. Um, uh, let me look. What year did what year did that come out? That was, I, I think, that would have come out maybe right before tag teams would have come out. Came out two thousand eighteen. So what Pokemon TCG sets came out in 2018? In 2018, you had Team Up. Um, no, not Team Up. Um, 
That would have been like Burning Shadows era, right? Yeah, I think it was like Guardians Rising, Burning Shadows. Yeah, I look I'd... back at the Pokemon TCG expansions of 2018 from Titan Cards website. Uh, yeah. I oh don't... no, it was it was later than that. The the Burning Shadows and stuff was the rotation. 2018? Uh, no, no, that was 2019. Well, rotation. 2018, 2018 saw Ultra Prism, Forbidden Light, Dragon Majesty, Lost Thunder, and Celestial Storm, okay. which makes sense because like Team Up and Unbroken Bonds yes, was like right. early 2019. That's right, because that's when I started like learning about the card game. That's when I saw Purple Cliff yeah. uh, stream like for the first time. But to that, so I was gonna say though, to that point though, I don't think there was any theming of sets around Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah, I don't think directly. I'd agree with that. I don't think there was anything like that. It would just make sense that like it would end, you know, at that time like that. That game supposedly would be announced like the battle styles era. They would stop printing cards with the battle styles at that time, you know, when they make that announcement. So then people get hyped for the new games coming out, you know? I mean, yeah, we'll see. I, I think they'll stop. They still have Crown Tundra in terms of theme to print. So that's why I think Battle Styles has got. That's and this, like the next couple sets, though, because Crown Tundra is like, what, like a month and a half old now? Yeah, I think. I think Crown. Yeah, yeah, it came out a couple months ago. I think Crown Tundra stuff will be fall of next year. So I think these mechanics have two sets. They have they have March and June. Um, okay, that would be my guess. Um, and the one thing I want to point out that is uh, mechanically interesting, though, only one of these Pokemon have printed on the card a different name. So if you look at like Octillery, even even Tyranitar and Empoleon, they're just called Empoleon V, Tyranitar V, and then they have Rapid Strike on the corner but they're not called rapid strike empoleon v right but urshifu is called single strike urshifu v and rapid strike urshifu v and then they have their subsequent evolutions that only evolve from the name rapid strike urshifu or single strike respectively i now, think that's normal though because canonically both forms are considered urshifu v whether you're the dark fighting type or the water fighting type no, but that's that's what's interesting. They have a... Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. No, canonically, you're correct. That Urshifu V has to be one or the other. But from a mechanical perspective in the game, to actually call it Single Strike Urshifu V means you could have a deck with four Single Strike Urshifu V and VMAX and four Rapid Strike Urshifu V and VMAX. You could effectively have eight Urshifu, quote-unquote, Vs and eight Urshifu VMAXs, one for each typing what's the ruling on like galarian meowth galarian meowth you can have meowth. four of it's it's the name it's the actual name in the in the name box so that it's matters. the full name it's yep. not the it's not the small text name the galarian like the type or yep. whatever it's the actual holistic thing yes so, i don't think holistic was the right word but i think you know what i mean yeah yeah i get what you mean though but um but that's the thing. I think that's just an interesting... I think you're right in terms of like they made Urshifu pick a lane basically in both forms, the V and VMAX, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, they could have called it Urshifu V and then had the single strike and then Urshifu V Max rapid strike. And, you know, they. I'm sure they considered that could you evolve a single strike Urshifu V even if the, you know, if the name didn't have single strike in it into a rapid strike VMAX thematically oh, that feels no. weird 
And I'm sure, but they, they probably weighed that, right? Of like, do we want to be beholden to the theme or open this up for a weird all Urshifu deck, right? Mm-hmm. Now, it probably would not be a very good deck, but it's no. interesting to consider that you could build that deck. It's very interesting. And I I thought a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about, or maybe it was like it was a couple last week ago when we... <laughs> Oh, Wait, oh, last, okay. oh, yeah, we we said that there was going to be well, I mean, when we were talking about like when it was announced in Japan that there was going to be like a double set for Urshifu, I was like, oh, they'll make one Urshifu like a water type and the other one is a dark type. But for those of you that may not know right now, because we haven't actually said it, Urshifu, whether you're rapid strike or single strike, is a fighting type both ways. And I'm honestly pretty OK with that. Yeah, because fighting type needs a little bit of support. Fighting could do really well in the meta if there were just a couple more cards. And uh, this could be interesting. I think it's the. Which which one, Sean, do you think is better? Rapid, Rapid strike, strike Urshifu V Max or single strike? Uh, I mean, I would go ahead and say Rapid Strike is better. Mm-hmm. Just because like. <laughs> You have, there's a few cards that support it. You have the special energy for Rapid Strike, I would say is better because it is two energy. It provides, you know, water and or fighting, but only two at a time. Um, But it's basically a two energy special energy, which is pretty baller. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have the two attacks on the VMAX are particularly good, right? You have... You know, if this Pokemon was on the bet, you know, move from the bench to the active, it does 120 more. So you're doing 150 for one Base. energy, which is like we talk about how good Colossal is, but you have to like combo that with a Rangaroo. This you can combo with, uh, you know, a switch card, <laughs> you know, or a basic switch, retreat. Malon Lana, just a regular right. air balloon. You turn like, board. So many yes. options. And so like that to do 150, you do 20 more damage than what Colossal is doing for ostensibly a little less. And then on the following turn, you can do 120 to two Pokemon. You can choose the active as well. You don't apply weakness or resistance to the bench. But if you think about the math there too, if you do 150 followed by 120 the next turn, that's 270 damage. That is literally perfect math to knock out a tag team in the active and do 120 to something on the bench. Which is, and I mean, there's a lot of other combos that you can do with this. You know, we haven't even talked about Dojo. Oh yeah, I mean, you got Dojo. You Fighting have, Fury Belt. Uh, what is Fighting Fury? Oh, Karate Belt. You mean? Or, yeah, Karate Belt is what I meant. Yeah, we yeah. have that. Um, and then even after rotation, you have things like B that can accelerate energy on top of this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just there's a lot. There's a lot here. Um. And there's a stadium that basically gives you free retreat, which is nice, you know? Um, Yeah. And it's so specific to Rapid Strike that it's actually a stadium that is probably not going to benefit your opponent uh, unless you're in a mirror match. So that's a bonus, right? It's it's an all-positive stadium, no no negatives in terms of, like, giving your opponent options. Um, And then the 120... We've also gotten a a reprint of Archie, which is interesting because oh, yeah. that was during the Team Magma set. I no, it wasn't during that set. Never mind. Forget I said that. But we do have a reprint of Archie's Ace in the Hole, Sean. 
Yeah, we got what have Mustard, you? Two of them. Rapid Strike Stance. You can play this card when it's the only card in your hand. Put a Rapid Strike Pokemon from your discard pile onto your bench, then draw five cards. Doesn't say what stage it has to be. Nope. Just from the discard pile, bench, draw five. I like this. I think this is cool. <laughs> you know what I also love? That, you know, there's a single strike version of this. As much as I think that the Rapid Strike is cool, I actually think the single strike one is more broken for the combo, which is, it's the same thing, but it's search your deck for a single strike Pokemon. And think about comboing that with Embor. Mm, yeah. Because good point. Honestly, like the Urshifu VMAX, getting that out straight off is kind of pointless because you want to use Urshifu V's first attack for the VMAX, which is laser focus. You add two more fighting energy from uh, your deck to that Pokemon. So mm -hmm. you kind of need the V out to accelerate. But think about like, okay, you put the V out, you accelerate going second, turn one. Uh, and then on turn two, you evolve, attach, get into this mustard, throw down that Embor, right? And now all of a sudden you're doing 300 damage instead of 270. Without uh, the use of Dojo. Dojo. That's right. Which could do 340 if you're behind on prizes. Which is absolutely insane. Um, Pretty crazy. And, you know, that's honestly, that's why I'm like, there could be a world in which you put these together, like rapid and single strike, because I don't know, it's probably bad. But, you know, I do think there's some broken combos in here that they're very aware of, right? That the Pokemon company mm -hmm. is very aware of. But, and you also have that raging scroll. And, you know, I think these two scroll items are also kind of fun um, because they play into the concept, right? Like, basically, we've kind of talked for a while, but we haven't really told you what the basic concept between Rapid Strike and Single Strike is. Rapid That's Strike true. is ba basically spread damage, and Single Strike is basically hit hard. <laughs> that's that's basically it which i think in a tag team three price format is what's going to be way more popular oh uh, what hit hard or spread damage hit hard maybe I but i think rapid strike actually makes the um post rotation zassian very uh sus <laughs> because think about it you do 120 to two all you got to do is attack twice and you're taking four prizes yeah just, yeah you're not let wrong. me just wipe my hands here and get rid of your zassians it's really, I, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be cool. Um, I'm hoping it has an impact. I see that there is a booster box promo for the set will be honey, at least in Japan. I will be snagging this, assuming that it doesn't get to the rest of the world. I will, I will, I will take this full art. It's very pretty. Not a great card. I mean, it could be draw a card for each Pokemon via on your opponent's bench. Doesn't specify rapid strike, but most people want to go into V maxes if they're playing V's. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I Except will say it's a, you know what? If you think about it too, if you have Octillery and you're playing a rapid strike deck, you could search your deck for a supporter for that honey. Yeah, that's true. So it's like a, it's a consistency booster kind of. Um, and that's, that's pretty baller. <laughs> Because the honey, at least on the card, it has both the rapid strike and single strike logo. So I'm curious if it's like considered both of them. Hmm. 
Yeah, it doesn't I, necessarily say on the Poke Beach website, but I'd be actually really curious to see how that goes, or if that's just like the promo um, logos because it is a promo card with the booster box. Oh, uh, okay. Unsure. That would Unsure. actually, yeah, that's a good point. I think that would be pretty busted if you, because you think about it, it's kind of like a not bad Erica's hospitality. It's got the Pokemon V um, clar- a qualifier, but. In the, in a format where every like after rotation everybody's gonna be playing V's and V Maxes, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, I don't think it's that bad. It'll just be like more of a late game card. I feel like. Yeah, like like Definitely a mid delay on early game. I mean, think about it. Like number of Pokemon V on your bench. If you're playing something again, like against something that ever played like um, Mewtwo deck, a Mewtwo deck would. Um, and I think we'll have those decks actually in the future with Ditto V, mm-hmm. which we I don't think we've ever talked about Ditto V. I'm excited to play around with that. Briefly. But that kind of deck, man, between Ditto V and, you know, assuming that a Mewtwo V, VMAX combo comes out in one day. A Mew or a Mewtwo. Right. And like, and then all of a sudden you're looking at Honey going, wait, you're, t- you're telling me that it's a potential straight up draw five? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> sure. Ugh. It'll be it'll be really interesting. But Sean, do you know what's busted? What is busted? The survey that TPCI sent out officially. It was originally gone through emails, but the the email the link that they gave could actually be made by anybody. Um, you didn't have to just be on their specific email list to be able to fill it out. So it was floating around Twitter. I think it flew around Burbank City as well on Facebook. You can still have a chance to participate in the survey, to my knowledge. Sean, are we going to put this? Can you put this in the show notes, please? Yeah, I'll put the link. I, I just took the survey as of recording. So it's pretty it's pretty nice in my opinion not only is it really good but also you get some rewards that go along with it at a later date sword and shield vivid voltage elite trainer box code and then four booster packs of vivid voltage which honestly like for five minutes of my day (laughs) heck yeah 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 it's i definitely do this Sean, do you want to kind of talk about, since you said you just took the survey, do you want to talk about like what's on the survey? Uh, I could talk about, did you take it as well, I assume? I did, I did take okay. it, but it was a couple days ago, but you, you have it fresh in your mind. That's why I threw it to you. I mean, for me, I think the biggest thing, the, the thing that stood out to me is the survey directly talked about other formats. So right now, obviously we have standard and expanded. And uh, those are the two formats that Pokemon has. And, you know, you have, you have pre-release, which is like a, a kind of mini format. But yeah, I wouldn't call that really much Pre-release, of a format. Pre-release, legacy, theme. I mean, yes. I, especially like, you know. But in terms of like... mix both IRL and PTCGO. Yeah, when you mix them both. But from like a competitively supported format perspective. And, yes. And also a format that's... Um, I guess theme decks, they do make the physical product. But... Anyways, I like the expo- the exploration of different formats, um, especially draft and uh, uh, what was the other one? Like build and battle kind of formats. Dra- uh, like cube. And I think they mentioned specifically retro. I uh, did that. I know they specifically mentioned cube, like explicitly mentioned, yes. like, how do you feel about cube drafts? 
then my mouth was salivating a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, they also, they also mentioned a lot of other things as well, especially when you talk about um, lost my train of thought, especially when you talk about um, what do you want to see from expanded? I believe that was oh, like yeah. a question that they asked. Yeah, yeah. And I think there is a number of answers. The one that I remember is the one that I chose, which is, um, you know, would they would you be interested in them reprinting expansion mm -hmm. products, basically, um, that include maybe some staples for expanded? And I said, yes, please, please, God, yes, reprint these freaking a specs and reprint computer search. So it's not a $50 card <laughs> right. that is half warped and I still get DQ'd for it anyways, even though that was the only one I could get <laughs> at um, Azul. But like, yeah, that, that was also very interesting. So, but Jake, what do you, what do you think about alternate formats? I personally want like more options. I feel like magic. The gathering is like, so incredibly popular because it has all these formats like you talk about like commander they have like their own standard thing or like they have all these different they have all these different formats i can't name all of them but um there are definitely several that are competitive that people like to play and i think that's how you like really build your card game is you have like a variety of options for players right obviously probably standard will always be the most popular you know, expanded will probably always be the second most popular. But then you talk about stuff like the cube drafts. You talk about stuff maybe like retro formats. I don't know. Maybe they have like a throwback 2018 worlds event. I don't know if they would ever do that, but like that would be kind of cool. You know, if they like explored some of those options and, you know, cube, especially when you cube or draft or whatever, that's so intimidating. Like yeah. it's super, it, it's definitely for like the hardcore Pokemon TCG players. And I think Jay Witz just put out a video the other day. I, I have to watch it tonight. Um, now that specifically talking about this, but he specifically talked about um, cubes and drafting and things of that nature. But, and the video specifically says it doesn't have to suck. So yeah. like it's 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 really intimidating, but it's not it's not too bad. Like once you figure out like what you want and what you're doing and you've got good people around you. And I think it'd be really cool for Pokemon to like explore that option, because then again, it helps bring in cards that, you know, usually wouldn't go together like a uh, like the the base set Hitmonchan with Rapid Strike Urshifu. Yeah, I think it, for me, all it boils down to is, you know, I don't know who's leading the charge with the survey. If this is a survey from the TPCI, like the, like the play Pokemon group, meaning the people who run events, or if this survey is going to have an impact on the product team, the people mm -hmm. who actually, you know, design and, and then distribute different products, you know, the league, the V, the V decks gives one example and the discontinuation of theme decks. So I think, you know, to be honest, there's money to be made. Like, you know, if you just are flat out honest with it, they've done a lot of work this last year on building products for the for competitive and for play. Mm -hmm. You have the league battle decks, the trainer's toolkit, etc. Battle Academy. Right. Yeah. And so it's a natural progression to say, okay, 
these are fun as like one-offs. They support um, getting access to cards in standard, especially. I think sometimes they might have, you know, a detriment. Uh, like you think about the ADP Zacian. By making that so accessible, you basically lock in the fact that this will be the most played deck of any format forever for, until it rotates, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but other formats like draft, right? Um, between like magic, you know, magic draft is wildly, um, profitable, especially for game stores. I think that is an important thing to remember with this survey is if part of this survey is how do we get game stores to order more product and constant and subsequently sell more product, right. And support competitive events, uh, you know, play events, Draft can do that. Draft, every time you come in, you have to buy a product. Whereas like, you know, standard events, they're cool. But like, you know, most places like $5 entry maybe for like your regular league night, not even league challenge, just league. Um, Mm -hmm. And like, it's good for people to go in and practice that. But five bucks is basically a pack. And if you're sitting here as a store owner saying, wait, are you telling me I could do 10 or a $15 product for the same number of people? So you're basically saying I can triple my revenue for hosting an event. Um, and that's assuming you don't attract any more people with it. So. Yeah, like how many how many people with Pokemon, specifically in your area, do you think that you can garner at your place if you have something like this, like in in combination with the people that you already have? Like I just, I, I agree. Like I think there's just more money to be had. I think there's way more revenue that could possibly come out of this and i mean they could take this survey and they could do nothing with it <laughs> yeah it just I mean... be it could just be it could just be here's some booster packs and an etv and we make you think that you matter or you have a voice that's... like they could do that <laughs> that's why i was they like definitely do that who's running the survey right is it is it the only the play team or does this eventually go to some someone in product development to be like look look how many people want draft we need to make this product and i personally harped on uh explore new formats reprint expanded cards and for the love of god (laughs) redo ptcgo yeah yeah they didn't even touch on ptcgo in the survey i think they also mentioned they also mentioned they were like, what problem they they specifically mentioned explicitly. I kind of want to touch on this. What problems do you have with the standard format? Mm. Do you remember that question? Yes, I do. It was a fill what in the blank. Do you have a problem with in the standard format? I think that's a huge question. That's that's kind of hard to answer in a single text box. Um, I just said ADP. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, I, I dove on. I, I was very mature and you know, articulate about what I was thinking for each response. But in essence, I said ADP is bad. You're printing more cards that are in format with ADP and Zashin combined. Please stop. You're hurting me. Now, Jake, if they did uh, another format, I I keep harping on this because this has got me the most excited. Um, Would you go to league more often? I mean, you know, once COVID is over, would you go to league more often with this or would you choose between going to league for standard or draft or whatever? Um, that's a little tough for me personally, because like I don't make a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. So like it would be, it's hard for me 
during the season to be able to buy cards and build decks. Like a lot of my stuff is from a lot of the decks that I play IRL are like decks that I already have. Or a lot of it is also cards that my friend Kyle, my good friend Kyle, he's letting me borrow. So it's it's pretty tough for me. But like, let's say they do this. Let's say, I don't know, they do a 20, 2017 worlds format. But you can you can play with proxies if you want. You can if you don't have the cards and you have no way of getting them, you can go and you can print them off at your printer or whatever even if it's a black and white printer and you can play with them you know whatever i would totally go i would pay the 15 dollar entry i'd pay the 10 dollar entry i would i i i'm still going to go to league every week it's not going to change like me choosing one or the other but i would have to make more money to be able to go consistently to a new format every single week cuz expanded is hard enough to be able to try to do when i'm trying to do standard yeah. But that's me personally, a guy who's still in grad school, doesn't make a lot of money because I'm getting my tuition paid for as part of my paycheck. So it's like, it's a little bit tough. No, it's but a little bit tough. I, you are probably a better person to ask that question to, Sean. Well, I mean, I think everyone is a, you know, that's why they ask, like, how much money do you spend? Because they also want to know, you know, just because everyone says, oh, I would love for there to be a draft, you know, of everybody who was surveyed, how many people actually spend enough money to where that would be a financial likelihood, right? Like the magic community is so large that you don't need a significant number percentage wise of the community to, to get into a format for it to be successful. Right. If, Mm -hmm. if you have like 5% of the magic community is like, I love draft. Well, 5% of a million people, still a lot of people, but with Pokemon, 5% may just not be enough to maintain a format. So I think that your I think your rationale is equally valid, which is like, you know, how many people in the Pokemon community, assuming that it caters to a younger audience, you know, is it going to be enough true. to sustain that? But it'd be, it'd be interesting to see and think, but I think the survey is really good. I just hope they do something with it. Agreed. Just hope it's not a it's not a outlet for people to scream into and then they throw it away. So I think there's could be a lot of good information in there, a lot well, of good stuff that. And I hope people took it seriously. Please yeah. don't just like scream direwolf digital sucks <laughs> and like ADP is the stupidest card. Why would you ever print it? Or be like actually mature and thoughtful with your stuff because if you the more of the crap that they get the more they're just gonna throw it away well i'll say this i mean that's why they have a lot of multi-choice boxes and like spectrum boxes it's because it all goes into an excel spreadsheet and gets automated and processed so Mm -hmm. they to be honest they won't really if you say adp sucks direwolf digital sucks blah 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 in one of the text boxes your form will still be valid for all the other boxes I just, I don't know. I just, <laughs> but I get your point. There's get no you. good that comes out no. of just trying to bash on them. Yeah. Right. You can, you can say that ADP is trash and ADP sucks in a much nicer professional <laughs> way. In my this opinion, true. this is true. Um, but yeah, real quick, Sean, just to, uh, get a going on other things. TPCI, they did some more announcing and more news four days ago. 
They sent out an email to European store owners stating that pre-release staff promos would be discontinued after Vivid Voltage. It's regarding pre-releases. Staff promo cards have been discontinued and you will not receive any staff promos starting for the upcoming Pokemon TCG expansion, which we know now is Battle Styles. This is interesting. They sent this also to Latin America store owners. I don't know if this is in America yet, um, but pre-release staff promos, Sean, if you do not know, are pretty expensive. They're pretty sought after. I looked on eBay right before this podcast. I saw some accepted offers of a pack of staff promos. That's one of each staff promo. Three to $5,000. Oh, my God. Sealed. Sealed, not PSA graded, nothing. Now, granted, Vivid Voltage has a Charizard in it. Staff <laughs> promo, Charizard also has Lugia, which is also a very popular Pokemon as well, has a very dedicated following. But the same thing, These th that's just to reiterate how expensive these can be and how it's very interesting that they're temporarily pausing. I think that's another thing to note. I think that even though it's temporarily paused, there's no confirmation of whether or not it will come back. But temporarily paused seems to me, you know what? There's no sanctioned IRL events right now. There's no there's no IRL events. There's no pre-release events happening at stores. So we're just not going to have like we're just not going to print these promos for staff because there's no there's nothing that staff needs to do. All they have to do is just, you know, the stores just have to distribute the the products. Yeah. I, you know, I think the, the language of temporarily suspended, um, that's a harsher, you know, uh, a statement than, than dragon Pokemon even got. So if dragon Pokemon dragon never Pokemon come, didn't even get anything. I know. That's what I'm saying. If dragon Pokemon never come back, I don't know if uh, staff promos will. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it just, it just makes me here. I mean, Due to the current situation, sir, this is a direct quote from an email, and I'm reading this off Poke Beach, by the way. Due to the current situation surrounding the suspension of Play Pokemon events, we are temporarily pausing the distribution of staff promos. We are constantly working to improve the Play Pokemon program for our retail locations, organizers, players, and the Pokemon community. And many factors go into these decisions. However, we are excited to be developing new promotional materials for the Play Pokemon retail program. So that right there kind of says we're making new things, but due to the world, a.k.a. COVID-19, we're discontinuing these. And I think this relieves a lot of the pressure for stores and locations and tournament organizers and things like that about this. Because I, I don't know how many times I heard that a store did not give out staff promos or that like a store was hand or was holding pre-release events when they really shouldn't have been mm -hmm. um, because of the timing of the world, you know? So I think this just puts a lot of monkeys off of people's backs. I don't know if that made sense, but <laughs> I, I think this is probably for a good thing. And I may, I'm interested to see what the new promotional material is coming about. In the Pokemon retail program, I kind of hope that they keep doing theme decks, or I'm sorry, uh, pre-releases, because I think pre-release kits are really cool. I think they're a way to get people excited. Maybe they replace pre-releases with a new pre-release type thing. But yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, another thing that got discontinued and they never announced it is the two-player promo playmats that stores would get. Oh, yeah, that's true. They never got uh, distributed for Darkness of Blaze or Vivid Voltage. So Yeah, the last one was... Um, Rebel Clash. Or, yeah, yeah. And I think that it has to play into the pandemic. Yeah, 100%. To be honest. So, that has to play into that. You know, it may be that... It, it, I don't think it ended up... It never ended up being a news story. So who knows? These may all come back come, you know, June or, or next fall. But for now, I mean, I think this also confirms no more Zards, right? Because they wouldn't, they wait until after they printed the Zard to, to announce this. <laughs> uh, Zard is just an insane card that people go goo goo gaga over. But you know what some people are going goo goo gaga over, Sean? What is that, Jake? Players Cup 3 announced for January. Yes, here in a couple of weeks, according to PokeBeach.com, TPCI has announced Players Cup 3 will take place from January to April. This time, it will include Pokemon Tournament as well. We won't really dive into it, but I think for the second one, I had mentioned on the podcast how Players Cup 2 was just TCG and VGC, whereas Players Cup 1 was the three pillars, TCG, VGC, and Pokemon. Now they're bringing back Pokemon. John, yeah. do you play Pokemon? No, I don't. What? Come no, on. It was sorry. free for a little bit. I barely I barely Twitch. play VGC, so. <laughs> you, have you still com have you no. completed the Sword and Shield story yet? I, I've completed the base story. Okay. Yeah. That's, so I'm that's good. good. Pat's self on back. <laughs> I was going to make fun of you a lot if you hadn't at this point. <laughs> After I've made fun of you numerous times on this podcast for not doing it. Anyways. There will be three separate competitions. Again, the video games, the TCG, and the DX, which is Pokemon Tournament. Eligible competitors can earn their places in the region qualifiers through qualifying events. To participate in these events, players must have a Pokemon Trainer Club account, player ID by January 18th, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So it's a very interesting time. That's like, what, 1 p.m. Eastern time? Yeah. I think that's usually when the updates happen, right? I think For so, DCGO. yeah. It's, I think it's sometime around that same window. You, know. you need to have logged on with your player ID attached to the PTC, or PTC account, which is whether that's the VGC stuff, the TCG stuff, or the Pokemon stuff. You need to log on between now and January 18th to be able to participate. Um, you'll compete in tournaments in the qualifying period. You can go to the direct site um, that talks about the trading card game, much like they've had once of the past. It's going to be the same thing where you get 50 tournament keys and you get some player rep. Qualifying period runs from January 26th to February 26th, so about a month exactly. One entry, one special tournament key tournament. Bada bing, bada boom. Tournament rep awards will be disabled for all their standard format tournament queues during this period. So... Basically, just do your tournament keys. That's really it. Five points for first. Second place gets three points. Third and fourth gets one point. And then fifth through eighth gets zero. I think this was the... Yep, it's all the same. No yeah, changes. Yeah, it's the same as last one. Yeah. It's basically Players Cup 2 again. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then with the with the qualification period, to me, this sounds like... Vivid Voltage for the the region qualifier, so top 256 or 128, depending on your region, right? Top 1, 
or top 256 everywhere except Oceania will be 128. This seems to me vivid voltage plus after shining fates. I think that's what the set is called, right? Yes. yes. After that releases, because it's what the third Friday of the month. Is that it? Yeah, something. It's mid February. Eh, somewhere. In Either there. way, I believe that Shining Fates will be legal for like the last two weeks of this qualifying period, which who knows? We haven't seen a set list yet, but we may have like the Ditto V. Yeah, that's yeah, a good Ditto point. V may come in something like that. Yeah, that's actually a that's a really interesting point that you may get. Yeah, you will definitely get some of those extras. Again, no set list has been released, and it may be that Ditto V gets held back for battle styles or like. Blastoise VMAX so. and Venusaur VMAX get held back for battle styles. Um, I kind of hope so, not going to lie. But if they do, I like what What do you even put in Shining Fates that is not in the Shiny Vault? Right? Like, there's what What other Pokemon you are never left? No, I don't know. It would, it it would be something that's... Jesse James, that was great for control decks. Well, sure, but like, you know, it has to be things that have already been released in Japan. Um... And so I, it doesn't I do, have to be. Uh, uh, I mean, I guess that's that's what made Champions Path so bad. Is it's like so much yeah, of Champions Path was a reprint. I was talking about like Hidden Fates. Champions yeah. Path didn't have a shiny volt. No, no, but, but Hidden Fates had really plenty. It. Hidden Fates did have a decent number of of cards that were hangover cards, right? Um, a lot of trainers that were yes. reprinted, like uh, Misty's Determination, I think was a reprint That's from true. Evolutions. Yeah. Um, Brock's Grit, Lieutenant Surge. I think Erica's Hospitality had a reprint in that set as well. Koga's Trap. Yeah. But Jesse and James, as I was mentioning. Well, I can actually confirm Ditto V will be in Shining Fates because oh, the really? shi- shiny Ditto V and shiny Ditto V Max are in Hidden Fates. Uh, Shining Fates. Oh, you know, that's a really good point. Okay, so that's even more like, are these going to be legal for the first qualification period? I don't think we've had this happen yet in the first two qualifiers where a set like midway through the first qualifier has been allowed. So I'm very curious on there's going to be any asterisks when we get Mm -hmm. to like a later date. It's Um, It's usually two weeks after that those things are legal for the tournaments in game. So I, if it's only going to be like a 28-day qualifier, you, it may squeak in just before that would become tournament legal. Do we know, Sean, if it comes out like February 8th or is it going to be February 19th? I mean, Do we know the exact date of Shining Fates? Because I don't uh, know. February 19th. So that means that February it February 19th. So that means it wouldn't be legal. Yeah, unlikely okay. to be legal. Um, if it is that two-week period thing. Yeah. And um, I think but, this also means that the 256 person tournament, it will probably be legal for that, but battle styles will not be. That was something that I was just about to bring up. It's like, it's like the, uh, the, uh, was it darkness ablaze? Darkness ablaze wasn't legal in the, in the tournament until you got to like the top four, 16 or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like the top 16 is in like the world, the world thing, not just your region per yeah. se but i like the i i think the players cup is better since they've added the tournament keys um i still think they're shafting an entire region of the world which sucks how could you call this person a world champion <laughs> you can't i mean because they're not 
Uh, yeah, it, there's there's issues with it. I, I don't know. My biggest issue is just it's just drawn out over such a long period of time that I my interest cannot be maintained. So, you know, I may participate. I may not, to be honest. Um, I might do Players Cup three just like I did Players Cup two, <laughs> just which is ignore it. I mean, it'll be nice because again, like it's on your own time. Yeah, at least for the the fifty keys. So like I could do it on my own time. I'm still playing PTCGO every day right now. So I'm still watching streams, keeping up with the meta, things like that, doing the podcast. So that'll be really interesting to do. But you know what? We'll talk about it at a later date, you know? Yeah. Well, I wanted to say happy holidays. We didn't say that at the beginning. Yeah, but... we got to talk about what we want for Christmas, Sean. Well, well, I mean, all we want for Christmas is more reviews. Slams <laughs> fist on table. More, more, more Speaking reviews. Speaking of Sean... You know what would be kind of cool to just mention real quick? What is a card? Just one card that you like if you're if your significant other, your partner, you know, had an uber amount of money, uh -huh. unlimited amount of money. What card would you want them to to get you? I mean, I know I'm putting you on the spot. We didn't talk about this before. No, I, I, I know. I mean. If, it, if it's just the very first thing come off my brain, I am not going to pick a first edition base set Charizard, but I would say a base set Charizard PSA 9 or 10. You are... Uh, you say even 9 or 10? Oh, man. I wasn't even thinking about PSA. I was just oh, thinking about having you a got card. No, you need a PSA grade that. Well, well, by golly, Batman. Looks like I'm going to have to add that to my thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, if, if money was literally not an option, well, then, yeah, give me that first edition base set Charizard PSA 10. Stat pronto <laughs> makes but, sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Personally, I I just want if we're gonna say PSA nine or tens, I'll just say PSA ten. I want a PSA ten of the Japanese screaming rowlet. Oh do you know yes, about? yes, I do. So for those of you who don't know, a couple years ago, Pokemon did a promo in Japan where they had a bunch of Pokemon and they had them like the the screaming painting. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, where it's like where they're like, they've got their hands on their face and they've got their mouth wide open. They're like, <gasps> and it's like a little bit wavy. It's based on the painting. Uh, they did it with Pikachu, Mimikyu, yeah. Rowlet, mm -hmm. Psyduck. Mm -hmm. I think you're missing one. I probably, Eevee. but I don't remember what it is. Eevee, is yes, Eevee, that's what it was. Pokemon be trying to make Eevee a thing like nobody's business. I mean, Eevee is a thing, though. I mean, it is. Look at all that like, Eevee merch. Look at all that Evolutions merch. I mean, but. it's cute, but like Pokemon Let's Go Psyduck would have sold more. Just going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> we know our friend Real Breaking Nate would have been very happy about that. But <laughs> that's the card that I would want for Christmas because that's a that's a really, really cool card. You are a man opinion. of culture. That is a very I mean, that is a very good choice. And, and the thing is, like, I would have had that card, not necessarily in a PSA 10, but I would have had it um, probably like I was going to buy it in like March and then the world started ending and then I stopped <laughs> getting paid. And I was like, I, I probably I, I can't buy this right now. I got to I got to keep doing that. And then uh, um, and then I was prices went crazy. And then the world was ending. Yeah. And then prices went crazy and the card skyrocketed up like one hundred dollars what it was and then i was like oh golly i already don't have enough money don't do this to me 
Well, this is just a, a thinly veiled hint at all of Jake's friends and family as to what he wants and expects for Christmas this year. So <laughs> not Christmas is like it's like coming three days away at the time of this recording release. Oh. You know, no big deal. No, I just I I'm not a big gift person in terms of like receiving gifts. I, I get very overwhelmed very fast. My love language is like I had to take I took my love language one time and it was like one percent gifts. Oh my. Okay. Well, I, you know, it's, oh, that's you, good. When Sean said, we got to talk about no, this. No, we don't got to talk about me, nothing. No, I'm talking about this, Sean. <laughs> Sean sent me a box. Sean sent me a box. And in that box were two incredible things. And I just want to give a shout out to Sean because this was unprecedented. I told him I was going to give him money, but he sent it to me anyways. Um, he sent me, first off, I'll, I'll say this because it doesn't relate to the trading card game, a Go XLR Mini. For those of you that don't know, it's like a it's like a soundboard for for like a microphone. You know, it's it's very easy to turn yourself up and down. It's it's very much more high tech than what I use right now. Very made me about cry. Um, so thank you, Sean. Now, because of some also generous donations from Twitch chat in the last couple of months. I'll be getting a XLR mic, go XLR mic, whatever. I'll figure it out. You got to, you got to figure it out. It's uh, but I mean, I will say mildly selfish gifts just so we both have this wonderful voice quality on the podcast. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing podcasts with Sean for, for all time. I mean, until Sean quits, I guess. So (laughs) I enjoy doing this. So, and, but the big, the crazy thing Sean has given me. My first ever PSA card. First ever. It is a base set, shadowless, first edition, PSA 9, Metapod. I mean, I, ah! I, it was, I, I got one for myself because it's just a momentous occasion doing this pod for so long. And before even the XLR, the XLR thing was like a thing that I just thought to do later because I, I got a new soundboard and I was like, I, there's no need for two of these objects. There just isn't. Um, so, but the, the Metapod thing was something I thought about several months ago, actually. And um, I, I was like, you know what? I want to celebrate this momentous occasion of, all, you know, almost a year uh, of this podcast now. Uh, and the holidays was just the right time to do that. So it made sense. Uh, someone's cutting onions in my room. We may have to stop the pod okay let's have to cut it off at this episode (laughs) this has been an episode i'm not crying you're crying i'm not crying you're crying (laughs) all right bye everybody thank you so much sean thank you (laughs) bye everybody